the flute that we spoke about already in the previous chapter. Remember, we mentioned the whole idea of Nisuch that during Sukkot we have to draw water from the Shiloach, the spring of water and the Temple Mount, and bring it onto the altar. And every night of Sukkot they would draw water for the next day's sacrifices on the altar. And each night when they would draw the water was what was called the Simchas Beis Hashayeva, the joy of the drawing of the water and this great joyous occasion that we're going to learn about in a moment the drawing of the water there were many musical instruments that were played because it was a great tremendous celebration and so the Mishnah says the flute, the Mishnah begins the flute because, as the Bartanur explains, based on the Gemara, that even though there were many different types of musical instruments, but the flute whose voice, whose sound is heard very often more than all the other instruments. Therefore, the band is all called on the name of the flute. And we already learned that these musical instruments, of course, don't override Shabbos and Yontav. So therefore, the first night, Sukkot, of course, you can't have this band. And if the first night of Sukkot came out on Shabbos, so then the other six nights of Sukkot, you'd be able to have this big celebration with this whole band. But if Shabbos comes out in the middle of Chol Hamoid, so in the seven days of Sukkot, there will be two nights, the night of the first night of Yontav and the night of Shabbos, that you won't be able to have the flute. And hence, that's what the Mishnah means, Hechol il Chamisha the flute could be either five nights of Sukkot or six, some years it could be six nights. Which flute are we talking about? The Mishnah clarifies, This is the flute of the Beis HaShayeva, literally the house of the drawing, but means the place of the drawing, that doesn't override Shabbos and doesn't override Yontiv, which is why therefore some years it could be five nights of Sukkot and some years it could be six nights of Sukkot. Depending if Shabbos falls out the first night of Sukkot or one of the nights of Cholamayr. Now, Toysus asks over here a very interesting question that seemingly we know that there's a rule that ain't shvus migdash. Things that are only rabbinically forbidden are not forbidden in the temple. There's a whole interesting issue of the fact that sacrifices are also brought on Shabbos in the temple. Shabbos is a temple in time, and the Beis HaMegdash is a temple in space. And so they, in some ways, override each other, sometimes not. It's a whole interesting Indian. But one thing for sure is that anything that's forbidden from the rabbis is not forbidden in the temple. And playing musical instruments is only forbidden rabbinically. And therefore, anything that's tzorich avoida, that's necessary for the avoida, for the avoida, the ser- sacrificial service in the temple, usually does override Shabbos. So Toysavis asks, so why would the flute and all these things not override Shabbos and Yontiv? And he answers because this whole celebration at the drawing of the water, we mentioned that it was instituted originally to make sure the Sadducees that didn't believe in the oral tradition to show them that they were wrong. And therefore we made a whole big tararam, a whole big big deal out of it, a whole huge celebration, because the whole idea of the drawing of the water and putting the water on the altar <clears throat> is only from the oral tradition from Sinai. It's not written explicitly in the Torah, which is why if you remember that whole story, that one time there was a, a Kohen that was a Sadducee and he poured the water on his foot and they all pelted him with their esrogs. So because of that, to show that... the t- to make it clear that we completely believe in our oral tradition, we make this whole huge celebration at the night of the drawing of the water. And therefore, as Tosus explains, the band and the, the whole music and everything... 
that's only for simcha yaseir. It's only to make the joy that much more. So it's not really part of the sacrificial service. It's only to enhance the joy of the drawing of the water. And in fact, that's how the Mishnah concludes with the very famous sentence that you probably hear all the time on Sukkot, Amru, it was said, Kol that anyone that never saw the joy that took place at this drawing of the water each night of Sukkot, never saw a joy in their life. Anyone that didn't merit to see this joyous occasion of the drawing of the water, never saw joy. And in fact, the Gemara goes on and says at great length about all the things that would happen that the greatest rabbis and sages of the generation would start juggling and, and public juggling fire. Rabbi Gamliel used to juggle torches of fire and there was huge entire spectacle that the whole nation would come and there would be this huge celebration to the extent that the Mishnah says that anyone that never saw such joy, never saw joy in their life, and in fact, the Yushalmi says that one of the reasons that it's called Simchas Beis HaShayev is because Misham Shevim Roch HaKodesh. The drawing is because that's where they would draw the holy inspiration, Roch HaKodesh, such divine inspiration which could only come through joy. And in fact, it says that Yonah, the prophet Jonah, got his prophecy through the Simchas Beis HaShayev.